Yo, Deborah Watson here. Join us for the only show where we discuss the creative experience with creatives who've been on the journey and have some advice for you. What's good, creative? My name is Deborah Watson and welcome to The Conversation. Look, no matter your experience or years in the game, we all want that perfect spot to create in, right? And based on our needs, our vision of that spot is different from creative to creative. So there's actually a formula to creating the perfect creative spot. Not only am I going to tell you what that formula is, I'm going to let you know why it's important to even have a space to create in. And I'll give you three tips on how to get started right now in designing your space on this episode's The Point. Before we get into that, I've got a book that I think is perfect for organizing your mental creative space. If you like to read, that's awesome. If not, that's cool too, but I'm going to give you the information about it and let you decide later for yourself. And stick around because I don't know about you, but I sometimes have a problem with getting an idea, but not being around the right tools or being in a space to take that idea and turn it into creation. Someone I know that doesn't have that problem is producer and rapper Mr. Minds, who will be joining us on this episode's Talker Ish, who I think created a space where he can go from idea to creation anytime he's inspired. And I want to pick his brain about that. We've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Oh, oh, oh. And I've got another motivational quote, scripture, and song for you. We post a lot more of those on the show's IG, Twitter, and TikTok at The Creative Reup. Stay tapped in. So about that book. I've read most of it already, and so far, it's great. It's called Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishops. And let me start by saying this. If you're looking for a book to get your mind right, this is definitely worth a read. However, Gary is a brutally honest Scottish man where he might make you feel attacked like you're saying don't at me bro but he's really just getting his point across in my opinion I also love that it's not like an affirmation book or like one of those feel-good books he addresses a lot of our own problems and showing us that we are our own problems and until we change ourselves, nothing changes with chapters like I embrace the uncertainty I'm not my thoughts I am what I do I'm relentless I expect nothing and accept everything this book spoke to me and hopefully it'll speak to you it's got a 3.8 on Goodreads from Barnes and Nobles was about a 4.7 and I think an 89% on Google and I didn't feel like checking Amazon so there's that but this book is definitely worth a read it's called Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. Check it out. I creative spaces. Let's talk about it. But first, what the hell is a creative space? Believe it or not, it's not one of those virtual assistant easy find it on Google as I thought. But one good way of putting it is anywhere you can learn and express yourself. That's a creative space. And when you really got your space tight, it can help speed up your process from thought to creation. As a creative, how pissed do you get when you when a thought leaves you before you can even get it down somewhere? So having a space, a creative space is important, right? But it can't just be any space. I got four must haves in your creative space for it to truly be effective. You follow me? Here you go. Here are the four things. Comfort, openness, connections and flow. Once again, that's comfort, openness, connections, and flow. At the end of the day, you gotta want to be in the damn place. Make it comfortable. If you're in there for long periods of time, have comfortable seating or lighting or whatever you have to do. If you got a space to, you know, to have a chill out section, whatever, just make it comfortable. Get comfortable in your space. I created my room. Why? My room is where I'm most comfortable. 
I got my dogs, my TV, alcohol, whatever my needs are, no stress. It's my comfortable space. The next one was openness. There's a reason that Google, Amazon, Facebook, Pixar, stuff like that have open floor concepts, right? The more open means the further your mind could wander and the deeper in thought you'll be drawn. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been, you know, caught yourself looking out over the ocean or a long landscape and found yourself contemplating the meaning of life and wondering how in the hell you even got there? Openness. That helps the mind go deeper. I'm slacking on that one because to be real, I'm actually in a section of my room and it's very tiny and I'm looking at a wall, but I do supplement that space, that open space by making frequent trips outside for fresh air and openness. The next one is connections. And no, I'm not saying have a phone in your space, but be connected to your craft. Have things that connect you to that craft, things that will give you ideas, whether that's a book of quotes or I don't know, freaking Wi-Fi. Get connected to your craft in your space. I'm surrounded by books in my room, the ones that I love the most because they inspire me to think or at least spark an idea. And they're right next to my creative space. Now, some disconnecting from the world in your creative space is a plus and not to offend those that actually like that type of disconnect, but let's be completely honest. Are we completely disconnected? No, we'll listen to music or watch videos, right? So what that means is don't cut yourself completely off from your world, but filter in or filter out the world and leave those things that will help you create. And then finally, flow. It's gotta be organized for creation. I'm not talking about go out and buy binders and get organized, but creating a space where you can flow from idea to creation without any hiccups. That means you don't put things in hard to reach places or places that you don't always have access to. And for Bob's sake, put things where you can find them. Keep it flow clean by resetting your area for new ideas to come down the pipeline every single time. For graphic designers, that means not leaving that project open that you had on your computer last night to come back to later. Save it, close it, get ready for the next idea. If you draw, sharpen those pencils that you used. Reset for creation. The four things that you need for a creative space is comfortability, you gotta wanna be in there. Openness that you can think deeper. Let your space be a conduit of connection to your craft and finally make sure your space makes sense for your flow. Here are three tips to help you get started on designing your space. Know your priorities, write them down, be realistic. When, it's, when you start designing, refer back to these priorities to stay on track, all right? Not having a space is more psychological than it is physical. That was number two. And that's more of a, a saying than a tip. I guess the tip is get creative with your space. If it's gotta be in a closet for you to record, then so be it. I'm standing in my room right now looking out a corner. <laughs> Look, I, be creative, get creative in your space. It's in your mind telling, your mind is telling you you don't have the space, but if you really put value into your creative expression, your clothes can be folded and put somewhere else. You notice it's always easier to find space for your new personal toy, but it ain't, you ain't got no room for your craft, right? That part. Last, make sure you have some familiarity in your space. It ain't gotta be a magazine type organized space, but be familiar in your zone. It should be automatic. When you need something, it's just there. You just reach for it. You don't have to think about it. So again, know your priorities. Understand that when designing your space, your mind will try and trick you 
on your available space and then familiarizing yourself with your space will get you up and running in no time and well i don't know about right off to the bat but you'll be off to a great start here's one person that i know for a fact has nailed it Mr. Mind, a.k.a. The Slap Maker. How you yes. been, man? It's been a man. minute since we last chopped it up. <laughs> man, I'm doing amazing, man. I'm elevating. I'm growing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to as, you know, as an entrepreneur. And okay. I'm just enjoying my process, you know? I love it. I love it. I feel that. Man, it, like I said, it's it's good to to hear from you. Right, right. <laughs> it's good to see you. I know I know the listener can't actually see you, but I yeah, can. They will. But, they can check me out at mrmind.com if they want to see me. <laughs> well, there you go. There you uh, go. <laughs> so, Mr. Mind, we're going to play yeah. a game. It's new to the show and it's yes. called Speech Bill. And what I'm going to okay. do is I'm going to give you 30 seconds and you probably already know this, but mm -hmm. when you meet someone, it takes about 30 seconds for someone to kind of size you up. So mm -hmm. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock and I want you to tell me or not tell me, tell the listener who you are and what you do and all that good stuff. All right. Think you can do that? Let's, Let's do go. It. All right. Bam. 30 seconds. It is I. It is him. It is he. Mr. M.I.N.E.D. And if you tuned in to Go Ham Radio, you're dealing with Mr. Mind, the slap maker. I make music. I do visuals. I do commercials. I do editing. Many things. Just go to GoHamRadio.com and you can check me out, man. Anything less is uncivilized. Also, MrMind.com. New website, new merch, new everything, man. You got to tap in to be a winner. <laughs> you got to tap in to be a winner. See, that's one of the things I've always loved about you, Mind, is just your ability to... Oh, I got the alarm going off and everything. Your ability to just say stuff like that off the top of your dome. Right? Anything less is uncivilized. Right? Man, it's, it's in me, it's not on me, bro. <laughs> I got you, I got <laughs> you. Alright, so let's go ahead and get into this. Alright? Mm -hmm. So, in your catalog, how many tracks do you think you have that have not been heard yet? That haven't, whoa. Ooh, that's a <laughs> lot. That haven't been heard? That haven't been heard yet. So, well, I've got songs that I've lost that <laughs> I wish I could hear right now that, you know, I was rapping with people in the kitchen or lost computers, pre-computers done crashed. And, you know, so there's many songs that I could say over 200 songs that people haven't heard, you know, so. Damn. Yeah, but um, that was just the growth process. That's all the process learning, uh, just learning those difficult obstacles, you know. Okay. Okay. Now you, you work on a 24 hour day, like anybody else. I mean, you don't get no extra time, but here's the thing for the people that don't know you, you got a job, you got kids, you're constantly doing stuff with go ahead radio. Right. How do you find the time to, to make 200 plus songs that people haven't heard yet? Aside from the stuff you already released. Well, um, I would say, um, it's just, it's dedication. Like if you want to do something, you're gonna do it. And it's, and it's not. It's not for me. It's not something that I'm like. Uh, I have to make these songs. It's like if I don't make this music, I probably would be tormented, because all I hear is music in my head all the time. So if I don't have a way to release it, then it would it would probably make me crazy. Okay. I'm glad that you actually talked about releasing it because that's <laughs> why we're here. So when you do get that spur of the moment, like 
You got right. something in your head. Like how like is is your physical space at like home set up for you to just be able to just drop a banger or like Oh yeah, so okay. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the process. So um I had to build I went from recording at a studio and going to the studio every week or going to the studio every two weeks and spending four or five hours in the studio recording, recording, recording with, with my guy Godson. He was one of the first people who like actually took me in the studio and recorded with me and like actually gave me beats. He like gave me sounds, you know, like helped develop my craft as an artist. Yeah. And so I would go home and I would have Cakewalk at my house. I had Cakewalk and I would pre-record all my songs. So when I go to the studio, I don't have to learn. I don't have to make up lyrics. I didn't have this is back in the day, though, when. Pro Tools was like a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred dollars. So you know, I had to. If I was gonna go in there, I had to. I had to be ready. So by the time I went to the studio every once a week, I had three to four songs I could record. Off the top of my head, I could record them. Then I grew up, got older. I was dealing with the audio programs a lot, and then I just got Pro Tools, and I just told myself instead of going to the studio, I'm gonna have my own studio at my house to where. I can do this whenever I want to. That was always the goal, but I just didn't have a professional sound. So that's why I had to go to the studio. And so the next move was getting that professional sound. Okay. So that brings me to this question. You probably already explained it a little bit here, but why, why is it important for you to have your own space for you to create it? Because uh, it, that hone, you can hone your creativity a lot better, having your own space. Your thoughts can come at any time, random. No one can tell you yes or no, what sounds good, what sounds not good. It's it's your space, you know? You're the one who, you're the creator of the music. So at this point, there's no outside input. You get what I'm saying? Ooh. Nobody to tell you no, nobody to leave doubt in you. And then you just, it's a creation, a, a place of creation, you know? Like, well, it's good energy no matter what, because you're the one bringing the energy. Okay. Now, what, what would you what would you say is the most important part about creating your your creative space? I mean, you, you're talking about energy. What what brings in that energy? Is it starting the mind? Is it starting the physical place? It, it, I believe it comes from within you. So, like, it could start from you hearing something on the TV. Oh, like I've many of times I've heard uh, a word from someone, and I've thought of a whole line of lyrics. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not where it comes from. It's how it comes to you. Okay. All right. Now, what would you say? <laughs> what would you say is the what would you say your creative space looks like? I know you said you have your own like home studio now. Would you say your Whoa. creative space is like a uh, 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 chaos that's like controlled or? <laughs> so so um I get in these spurts. So like I'm I'm not, I'm a messy person. Right. Okay. But I've always like loved to be clean. Like it's weird, but I'm a messy person. I don't like to clean up, but I cannot focus if it's dirty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I will clean my room till it's sparkling, right? And then I'll start creating, and then I start getting messy, and it gets dirty, ah. and, then, and then it starts getting all dirty, and I can't create no more. <laughs> and so I gotta clean the room. You get what I'm saying? So I've been trying to work on cleaning it all the time, but it's like, I don't want to lose that creative energy. You get what I'm saying? So it's like a, 
Catch twenty two. <laughs> it's part of your process. It's yeah. part of your process. Yeah. I, but I want to be clean though. Like I want to be a clean person. But I'm focused on the music, making the beats. You know, like yeah. being clean is not in my my brain right at that time. Would you say that not being clean holds you back, or is it just well, something that you want to do? I just need a maid, you know. <laughs> in real life, like if I had somebody that would just come and clean up after me get the chip bags or whatever, you know, every the, the small stuff, I'll handle the big shit, you know, but the small stuff is like, it's, you know, I'll already fill the trash can up, gotcha, <laughs> you know, gotcha. so it's like, I don't know, it's, I don't know, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it hurts me, but I don't think it helps me because it stops me from focusing on the creativity, you know, at one point it's like, all right, bro. You ain't making no more music <laughs> until you clean this. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Okay. All right. Uh, let me scroll down my list of questions here because I do got some for you. Right, uh, right. What's What's the key thing about your physical space that complements your actual workflow? Um, I'm always building and trying to make it better. So the song that I did last month or the song mm -hmm. that or the beat that I made last month, or the sound quality or mixing that I did anytime last month is nothing like what I did yesterday or today. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to get better and elevate and just make my sound sound as professional, but still me, you know? Like, I don't want to be so professional that I lose my creativity or my sound or the way I like to hear the music. Gotcha. Now, Speaking of hearing your music and, and being a producer and having your own studio at home and not having anyone over your shoulder telling you how to be creative, do you get to play your music the way you want to play it? Because, you know, sometimes you got to have it down and you got to oh, wait nah. for somebody I, not I be got home. roommates, y'all. I got gotcha. roommates. So, uh, but even when you live, if you have your own, like only way you're going to not deal with people or your music being too loud is if you live in an area where it's your own house and you got some acres or, you know, you got some cool ass neighbors. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. really, I've everywhere I've been and I've had a studio, luckily I've been able to play my music loud except for where I'm at now, which is cool. You know, I just use it in the daytime. I'm mostly gone or main, mainly when you're recording, it's about the volume of your voice. So that's where you come into, you know, I need to be loud on the microphone so I can make it clear when I'm making my recording. Gotcha, but other gotcha. than that, you know, like you don't need to have it super loud to be mixing and mastering. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just mm. for enjoyment. <clears throat> gotcha. Now, so when you had the roommates and you said your situation is different now, but when you had the roommates, I'm guessing there was some type of agreement, right? Like everyone uh, no, understood. There's no agreement. I'm doing what the <laughs> fuck I want to. This is <laughs> I paid. I paid my rent. So uh, you're gonna have to deal with this shit. <laughs> I don't say nothing when you partying and shit. When you partying and you you got all the people in the house, I don't want to see. I gotta come in at one o'clock at night from work and look at y'all. <laughs> nah, I don't say nothing. Right? I go yeah. in my room and I make a fucking song. So when it's quiet. I'm still going to make a song. <laughs> I love that. And the big re reason why I love that is doing the research for this episode. Um, that was one of the big things that they talked about was 
having that understanding. And even though you say you do what you want, it's still an understanding. I'm gonna do what I want. I pay my rent. So, yeah, I'm not and, gonna say nothing to you. You get what I'm saying? Unless you disrespect me in some kind of way, or you even ask me like, hey, yo, I got, you know, company or something happening. I'm gonna try to be a little quiet. You know, I got common courtesy. But it's just like, you know, we all pay rent here and this is this is our situation and you're going to have to deal with the stuff you don't like. And so do I. If you don't like music, then you should not be my roommate. <laughs> Very plain and simple. Very plain and simple. Now, where... What, and let me ask you this. What, what do you think would be the one thing that you would tell yourself you know, at the beginning of your journey when it came to creating your creative space and what you will deal with or put up with as far as dealing with other people? I would tell myself, it does not matter about your lyrics. You can learn that later. Stop trying to be so good at rapping. You need to learn about marketing because it does not matter how many dope ass bars you got. If you don't know the music business and you don't know how to market yourself, you will never, never get to any kind of cash flow or any kind of money or any kind of know-how of what you're doing. I'm glad that I, you know, I can, I worked on my craft and I would have worked earlier. I would have told myself to learn the marketing and I would have started at five <clears throat> because I didn't start, I didn't start writing lyrics until I was 18 years old. So. So I, I was making beats, like music has always been a part of my life, but I never seen it as a vow, value, like a viable solution for, you know, making money. It's, yeah. I've always either been going to school or go to culinary, like do something, or get a trade and make some bread, you know, and then you can do whatever you want. <clears throat> and so while I was growing up, just music, I've been making beats. I was always good at freestyling, you know, it just was a part of me. And it didn't intend on it being a big deal for me until I started writing lyrics. Once I started writing lyrics, it was just like over, like I'm gonna do this. I know how to do this very well. And and ever since then, I would just start getting better. Okay, okay. Now, what what made you wait until 18 to start writing lyrics? I mean, you actually, let me was, not, go ahead. Is, because of the the life that I was living, like I had, I lived in group homes. I lived, you know, moms was up and down with, you know, taking care of us and things like that. So it wasn't easy for me to just dream and see what I'm gonna do in life or, you know, I wasn't trying to make raps and shit. Like that wasn't the goal, <laughs> should gotcha. I say. I was trying to get some bread, stable my, um, my mind as well as my uh you know my living situation gotcha gotcha okay all right now if you were to build a space for yourself now a creative space for yourself now what would be the three <laughs> what would be the three things that would be the most important that you could think of i will build a studio Basically, I will have to take the studio I have and put it in a, in a better space where we can utilize the creativity 24-7. What would that take, look like? So it would look like a building. Basically, my goal is to get a building that's empty, like a warehouse building, and build a studio. But I'm going to live in this building, right? Okay. And 
I'm going to build a studio first. I'm going to build the studio and that's going to be one area that is for visuals. So now not only can we record in there, we can use it for visuals. And then we're going to start taking every corner of this warehouse and build different like a uh, music video scenes or what is it? What is that? Um, I would say like prop scenes for like living rooms. You know how like family mm. matters. That's what comes to mind. Like, gotcha. you know, the, the set. Yeah, the gotcha. whole set. Sets. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I will build a bunch of those so I could have a nonstop music video process so I could create a song make a music video and I wouldn't have to leave the building and everything works like the kitchen works the TV works <laughs> everything works that's the important part I mean have you first off when it comes to a creative space or any just any space when stuff don't work it always sets you back yeah that <laughs> is have, true have you ever had like a situation where like you were ready to create and for whatever reason something was not ready <clears throat> for you to create well, well I was going through this a lot when I first got so I was working with Pro Tools with Godson in the studio for a long time like he would teach me stuff here and there I would learn I took a couple classes but it's nothing like having the program and going home and using it you get what I'm saying yeah 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 so basically I was getting secondhand information for a lot of years and I wasn't really just going in on it so once I uh... dove into Pro Tools I've realized my obstacles and my issues and I learned a lot about audio engineering and, and if this is what the fuck I want to do, <clears throat> you know, because it's different from going into the studio and just having some rhymes ready and telling the guy make me sound good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Then to then to going in there and actually and making your what own you're fucking doing. song and know what you're doing. And I could go in the studio and tell the dude what I want, how I want it to sound. You need to turn this reverb up. I want my reverb at this, you know, turn my volume down to this level. You get what I'm saying? So it's a whole different process when I go in the studio. And sometimes if the if the engineer doesn't understand me, I'll be like, well, why are you recording me? <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you can't understand what I want or what I want to do and you can't mix and master like the same ideas as me, then... You, you know, you can't help me. I could might as well go home. Gotcha. So would you say that knowing your craft is just as important as having the space to actually yes. produce your craft? craft I think that's more important than having the space. You get what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. if you have the program, but you don't have the space to utilize it, but you go home every night and you work on that program and you learn that program in and out and you, when you get the space, there's no stopping you. You get what I'm saying? But if you have the space and you just learning you're not creating you learning you get what i'm saying you might yeah. it'll take you a lot learning longer you know but you're still not utilizing the space as much as you could have if you already knew that program okay or whatever and and it's just it's transferable information so all dolls are the same whatever you prefer you know Mm -hmm. But I feel like the software is the software. If you learn it, it's just like riding a bike. Everybody is going to get the bike if you try riding the bike. <clears throat> okay. Okay. See, and, the, and and I like that because we... we th This episode is all about creating a creative space, but even someone who has a space to create in and can create whenever he wants is even telling you that the space is important, but even right. still it starts yeah. with your mental. It starts with you, right. you knowing your craft. Exactly. And, so and, 
before I, before I, um I even had a studio or I was even doing anything, I would before when I first started writing, I would write in my books and I couldn't memorize my rhymes like. That was one thing of that's why I call myself Mr. Mind because I will always rap off the dome. I don't have to memorize nothing, you know. Like I just rap off the dome. I, I make beats. Like, this is not. This is fun. <laughs> and then once I started actually writing them and then having to memorize them and then performing them and reciting them, it became like an actual job. So it's like I would have multiple songs ready to go to the studio, like on a paper but I would know them in my head. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. need the paper for moral support. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, moral support. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Now, any last minute things you want to say as we're wrapping up to to the listener here about either the, you create a space or your craft or <clears throat> any, um, any last minute sums? you got to make sure this is for you whatever you're doing you got to make sure you're happy because don't do something just because you can make money do it because you're happy um i i love cooking i really do but i really wish i went to school to be an audio engineer and graduated and had honors and all that because that's all i would be doing and i'll be cooking on the side (laughs) (laughs) i mean you still can right yeah, I know, but yeah. it's just like yeah. that was my goal. I got a nice mm. career from that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't enjoy cooking for other people as much as I used to. Uh, I feel that. I feel <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's not the same no more. So I get whatever you. you do, make sure you love it. And there's nothing else you love. Love that. So what's next for you, Mr. Mind, Slap Maker? Oh, I, I got um, 31 songs coming out in October. I'm working on all the uh, cover photos. I got, um, I've been DJing and uh, got some gigs coming up. Uh, culinary too, you know, I, I've been about to be doing a murder mystery dinner tomorrow. Ooh. So I just utilize all the talents that I have and I'm just, you know, building. Check out my website, mrmind.com. I got some new merch coming. Um, I'm just trying to grow. Oh, you know what? Hmm. I just huh. got me. I just got me a Mac, and I have a camera because I haven't okay. seen you in a while, so I haven't talked to you. I got a camera, and I, then I got a Mac computer, so now I can edit Let's and go. shoot music videos. I've already edited my first paid music video, and um, I have another one. Uh, I'll be booking and getting a deposit for very shortly. Now, before so, we get, uh, oh, go ahead. So, um, yeah, uh, when you need some videography, you know. <laughs> oh, you already know I'm going to come calling. Let me know. I'm, I'm going to come calling. <laughs> now, where can they find all of your information? Because like I was saying earlier, I know you as Mr. Minds. Right. Uh, now I'm starting to see you as Mr. Slapmaker. Like, where, where can right, they right. find you? So either you go to my Instagram and you click that link in the bio, you know what I'm saying? Or you go to Instagram or Facebook and you click that link in the bio. It'll pop up my website. It'll pop up my Instagram. Anywhere you want to go, anywhere you want to do your social media is right there. I got my um, follow page right there. Also, if you that's too difficult, you can go straight to MrMind.com. Shoot me a message. Get some bookings. You know, I'm doing live performances. You know, we just... You know, growing. So I'm very easy accessible. Mr. Slapmaker, <laughs> Mr. Mind, you could Google me. I'll pop up. I've been working on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's got that SEO on deck. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> you already know. Now, this this question's a little off topic before we get to our final question, but um, this is this one's actually about marketing because you made mention of marketing and you said how important marketing is, even as sure. a rapper, that you need to understand marketing. What's one gem that you can give the listener right now about marketing? Um, one gem about marketing. It's not a one. It's not a one-time thing. You can't pick a video and post it one time. You have to be consistently marketing your whatever you're doing every day, every minute, every time somebody talks to you. You need to be marketing yourself if that is what you want to do. You need to be marketing yourself. When someone asks me. How am I doing? I have the same tone. Hey, how you doing? I'm having a great day. I want to keep that same attitude because if they see me down, they know something's wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to ask me, hey, what's up, man? What's wrong with Mr. Mind? He's not, you know, he's not cheery. That's the same type of thing with marketing. You want to keep it consistently. Ooh, I like the way you put that because I was just kind of like, all right, where's he? Yeah, (coughs) it's the same thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that. Final question. Um, it's a theme of season one. The question is, what does it mean to be a creative? What or does what it is mean it? to mm-hmm. be a creative? Mm-hmm. Uh, or a creative person or anything like that. Person. Um, what does it mean? It does it mean to me? Yeah. Or does it mean oh well, it takes me back to uh, when I was uh, joking around with my sister and my little brother, you know. So out of me, I have two older sisters. Then it's me. I have a younger uh, a younger brother and a younger sister. It's five of us. And because my two older sisters were so much older than me and my, you know, my brother and my sister, we were called the three little kids. <laughs> <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the three little kids had to stay inside and watch Disney Channel and do (laughs) little kid shit. So because of that, I was able to play. I was in the middle. I was in the middle of being old, but I was still able to be creative and have the same mindset and be young with my younger siblings. And that's what created a lot of the things that I'm doing now, like me wanting to make movies or edit or just write. You know, the things that I'm doing right now with video and music and all that is just stuff that I've always said I wanted to do when I was, you know, playing, joking around with them, like we doing skits and stuff like that. So I appreciate that time because it gave me the opportunity to, you know, release it at this moment. So that's what it means to be creative, just taking something that you've always wanted to do and actually doing it and establishing on it and you know living off of that well there you have it there you have it mr mind tell them where they can find you one more time mr mind it's mr mind mr m-i-n-e-d if you don't spell it right you won't find me you can find me at mrmind.com or at mr slapmaker on all platforms also you need to uh run up this new song check that bullshit up the door you know what i'm saying i'm about to be advertising <laughs> what i'm saying i think that's yes. my hottest song right now ever made you know the yep. people like it that's what the people say hey 
That's one yeah. of my favorites, I can honestly <laughs> tell you right now as well. You know why? Because they be telling them the truth. <laughs> Check that bullshit at, at the, the door. door. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget, before I let you go, I will never right. forget the first time we did um, Till 2. And right. there was some type of fight or whatever. And you and Paper Pat right. <laughs> got on stage. And that was the first thing I heard. And I was just like, did they just make this up right now? Like, right, right. That's the first perfect. thing. Oh, we, we was performing. Yeah, yes. that was, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yep, we ain't, we ain't having none of that. None of that, man. I, and like I said, Big I shout out to ass. my guy, Paper Pat. Yes, P- Paper yeah. P. We coming man. up with a, we got a new song coming out in October too, Mixed Lemonades, man. So, uh, man, I got some, I got some heat for you, man. I'm gonna see you something though. You know you okay. get the exclusive. Oh, snap. <laughs> hey, and I, what was funny is I was just on your website and I was looking at, right. um, Go Ham or No Ham. Go right? Ham, right? Yeah. And the- I was in the picture. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I try to tell him. Man. Right? I ain't, and when I ask it, I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> man. Well, Mr. Maya, I want to thank you one more time for being on the show. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support already yeah. and just keep doing your thing, bro. Man, this is like one of my second interviews. So this is dope, man. What? Yeah. So uh this I'm is at, you know I'm gonna have you back too. Right. This is this is dope. You know, I'm on a different side. You know, I'm used, I'm used to doing the interviewing, you know, having the questions and stuff. Hey man, you did a great job. You did man, a great job. It's wonderful. I was an artist though. I was late like a motherfucker. That, that's not me, you guys. I'm not like that. <laughs> hey, they would have never even known. They would have never even known. Hey, you know, I gotta keep it real with them though. Anything less is uncivilized. Uncivilized. <laughs> All right, man. It was great. Uh, great. Thank you for having me. And uh I can't wait to come back. Hi, also, man, I, I got oh. my show coming back soon too on GoHamRadio.com. You know I gotta throw that in there. Yes, please you know plug GoHam before you if, go. If you didn't know, check me out, Mr. Mind's Top Ten. I'm also gonna be creating a, a DJ show for y'all, so I can practice my DJing. So uh, just tap in with me everywhere you. He- if you see the pig, you gonna see Mr. <laughs> Mind. Say less. Let's yes. go. All right. Thanks again, man. All right, man. After today, I'm hoping you feel confident enough to tackle creating a creative space of your own. I mean, every creative space has four things in common, right? Comfort, openness, connection, and flow. I also gave you three tips to get you started on your own creative space, knowing your priorities, get creative with your available space, and make sure you learn and know your space. Be familiar with it. Let us know if you try out any of these tips, if these tips are helpful, or if you have your own tips on how to create your own creative space. If you have any questions, also feel free to, you know, hit us up on social media at the creative reup is where you'll find me. And yeah. All right. I'm gonna leave you with your creative quote of the week. Your quote of the week comes to you by Albert Einstein and it's creativity is intelligence having fun. I don't think I really need to explain any further into that, but just, you know, think about it. Creativity is intelligence having fun. I like the way that sounds. Your scripture comes from Psalms 91 and 2. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Whether or not you are a believer in God, your creative space can be that place for you. You should be able to retreat into your creative space and be able to be comfortable and not feel like you're being, you know, judged, I guess 
guess you could say. And then finally, your song of the week is Good Times by Al City. Just because I feel like having a good time this week. It's a very happy song. I don't know. If, if you've never heard it, take a listen. Once again, it's Good Time by Al City. That is your song of the week. All right. We've all got the same 24 hours. Make someone smile today. Make someone smile tomorrow. Make someone smile every day. And I can guarantee you that this world would be a better place. My name is Deborah Watson. Thank you for joining us for the Creative Rehab Podcast. We will see you next time. Peace.